welcome to episode 87 of George's Random Astronomical Object. I could also obliquely reference the Gaysburg Address and Abraham Lincoln by calling this episode Four Score and Seven. Additionally, I could also talk about the President's connection to astronomy, but that becomes a rather complicated topic involving a murder trial, an almanac, and the time the moon set on August 29, 1857 which would take way too long to explain. Anyway, every episode I run a random number generator to select random astronomical coordinates in the sky, and I then search for an astronomical object near those coordinates and talk about what makes the object so interesting to astronomers. So, I will now run the random number generator. For this episode, the random number generator has returned the coordinates of 19 hours, 18 minutes, 28.1 seconds right ascension, and plus 6 degrees, 32 minutes, 19 seconds declination. These coordinates point to the object NGC 6781. This object is a rather nice, round-looking planetary nebula located at a distance of 1,500 light-years or 460 parsecs in the constellation Aquila. Like other planetary nebulae, NGC 6781 was created by a relatively small star when the star reached the end of its life. In the case of NGC 6781, that star was about 2.25 to 3 times the mass of the Sun. After that star's core filled up with helium, it first expanded into a red giant, and then the fusion of helium into carbon and oxygen was triggered in the core, and then a bunch of other things happened until the core was filled up with carbon and oxygen, and the star blew away its outer layers to form the planetary nebula that we see today. What makes NGC 6781 a little more interesting than the typical planetary nebula is its structure. As I have already said, it looks like a relatively round planetary nebula. However, take a closer look at an image of NGC 6781 and you will see that it isn't quite perfectly round. First of all, one of the edges of the nebula looks a little fuzzier or diffuse than the other. Second, the nebula almost looks like it contains two ring shapes instead of one, and the rings are slightly offset from each other. While NGC 6781 is not actually a perfectly spherical planetary nebula, it actually just looks that way as seen from Earth. Planetary nebulae come in many shapes, but quite a few are bipolar. In bipolar nebulae, the gas flows outwards from the central star towards its poles, producing three-dimensional cylindrical or hourglass shapes. The reason why some planetary nebulae look bipolar is not entirely understood, but it looks likely that bipolar nebulae are produced by stars in binary star systems where something related to the interactions between the two stars and the outflowing gas produces the bipolar structure. To make things more complicated, 
Some bipolar nebulae may be aligned in such a way that the outflowing gas is aimed almost directly towards the Earth. In this situation, the nebulae could look round even though they're cylindrical or hourglass shaped, and this is because we're looking down the axes of these shapes. This seems to be what is happening in NGC 6781. One lobe of the planetary nebula is aimed towards us and forms one of the ring shapes that we see, while the other lobe is aimed away from us and forms a second ring slightly offset from the first one. This bipolar structure was only discovered in the early 2000s. From what I can tell, this discovery would not have been possible without the digital imaging capabilities, including infrared imaging capabilities, that modern telescopes have as well as the advanced three-dimensional modeling that could be done with modern computers. The double ring structure is just a little too subtle to see in 20th century photographs, and the mathematical analysis proving that NGC 6781 was cylindrical would have been a little bit too tricky to do by hand. NGC 6781 is not the only ring-like planetary nebula discovered to be bipolar, but it is one of the more prominent examples. Messier 57, also known as the Ring Nebula, is the most prominent example of something ring-like that is actually bipolar. This discussion about the shapes of planetary nebulae may not be a very deep science topic compared to what I've presented in some of my other episodes, but identifying ring-like nebulae that are actually bipolar, like NGC 6781 and Messier 57, is actually important if astronomers want to figure out whether bipolar nebulae are more likely to contain binary star systems, and also important just for understanding how bipolar nebulae form. If bipolar nebulae like NGC 6781 continue to be misidentified as spherical, that would just cause a lot of confusion and lead to a lot of weird science papers. While NGC 6781 has been a target of interest for professional astronomers, it's also a rather popular planetary nebula with amateur astronomers as well. Aquila, unlike many constellations, actually sort of looks like what it's named after, an eagle. NGC 6781 is located about one-third of the distance from Delta Aquilae, which is in the center of the constellation or the chest of the eagle, to Zeta Aquilae which is the second star from the tip of the right wing. The nebula is slightly under two arc minutes wide, or a couple of times the size of Jupiter. Try finding this nebula on a night when the moon isn't up, and of course in a location with no city lights. It should be visible when using a medium magnification eyepiece in a medium-sized telescope, like a 10 to 15 centimeter or 4 to 6 inch telescope. When the nebula is viewed through a much larger telescope, like a 36cm or 14-inch telescope, it's possible to see structure in the ring. If you've spotted this nebula before, or if you can find it after listening to this podcast, let me know. The location on the Earth's surface corresponding to the position of NGC 6781 is a relatively nondescript area of scrubland in Colombia near the border with Venezuela. When I say nondescript, this area really is nondescript. It isn't near any cities or towns or any industrial areas, and no notable roads run through the area. 
It also isn't near any national parks or any interesting jungles or near any mountain ranges or notable rivers. The area does not appear to be used for farming anything, although from what I found on the web, it might be used as pasture land. Well, just because NGC 6781 is interesting, doesn't mean that the location on the Earth's surface has to be interesting as well. The website for this podcast is www.randomastronomicalobject.com. You can visit the website to download episodes of the show, read information about the astronomical objects, view images of those astronomical objects, look up additional reference information, and send me random feedback. The audio was recorded and edited by George Bendo. The music is Immersion by Sasha Endy at www.sasha-endy.de and the sound effects are from the Freesounds Project at www.freesounds.org. Thanks for listening. <laughs>